0: Welcome, everybody, to the Adventures Podcast, where we talk Marvel, DC, Star Wars, and more. I'm your host, Peyton, and with me is my co-host, Torn. Hi. Hi. <laughs> What's going on? Uh,
1: I'm so recovering from a sickness, so...
0: You hate to see it. You hate to see it. You hope you're feeling better. Thanks. But, uh, yeah, we got a great show for everyone this week. We got, uh, we're got we talking about the uh, movies we haven't seen. This is the second time we're doing this, the second episode, if you will. Uh, we're going to be talking about Parasite and Reservoir Dogs, respectively. So, yeah, super excited to be doing that. Torrin is over here on a fucking movie-watching spree. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's, he, eventually, he's not going to have enough movies to even do this series anymore.
1: <laughs> yeah, I've uh, I've seen about, yeah, like 23 movies in the past, like, week. Jesus. Uh I will name all the movies I have seen. So let me see this. I thought it was uh, for school,
0: but now nah, you're just doing it to do it.
1: <laughs> nah, yeah, I'm just doing it just because, like, you know, why not? So in this m- month alone, like month of March, I've seen X Machina, Wrath of Man, The Batman, Snatch, Kimmy, The Falcone. I've seen it. I've seen it before, but I why I wanted to watch it again. Uh, the Hangover, Taxi Driver, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It follows Scream, Fast and Furious, Fast 5, Fast and Furious 6, Better Luck Tomorrow, Furious 7, Last Night in Soho, Fate of the Furious, F9, The Atom Project, Reservoir Dogs, No Country for Old Men, and Fellows. It's fucking... <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Out of all those, which one is the best? Like, the best to me? Yeah. Um... For different for different reasons, I would say I would say the the worst one is uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That's pretty bad. Writing was writing was really horrible. Did you say the Adam Project? The Adam Project is up there. Yeah, I did watch it. The Adam Project is a is a four. I think I think like in terms of like the the best, I probably have to say. I mean, it's kind of hard, but I I mean I would have to pick like probably either like. No country for old men or Goodfellas. I don't know. I think Goodfellas to me, I just love like, you know, I love Mafia movies. Yeah, Torn is a, a thing lot. for Mafia movies now. Yeah. I mean it's kind of one of the reasons why I like the many Saints in Newark. And one of the reasons why I'm gonna like I've watched The Sopranos, but I wanna watch it again. Like I wanna I wanna like, rewatch it. But yeah, I just have a I just have a thing for like mafia type shit. Yeah, I've always it's, like
0: Eventually, I'm probably going to do
1: it for another
0: one of these. But, like, I've always wanted to watch, like, those mafia movies. But for some reason, every time I think about going to watch it, I'm just like, uh eh. <laughs> I don't really. I don't know. <laughs> Especially, like, The Godfather. Like, I'm trying to see The Godfather because apparently, you know, it's incredible or whatever. But,
1: yeah. I don't know. I just... <laughs> it's just. It's just one of those things where it's like. So, like, some of these movies. That I've, the reason why I've watched so many movies is, cause like, I rented all of them and oh well, i rented some of them
0: and other ones are just it, on streaming services
1: yeah but it gets so it gets so tiring having to like, rent movies all the time because they're not on streaming services and like they'll like have like and that's the thing i hate about streaming services that like they're always like hopping over like the movies will hop over streaming services and it's so annoying well, they'll just take it off and you can't find them anywhere yeah exactly that I, is I,
0: why so, i have physical stuff
1: <laughs> yeah like i know like uh what you call it the Godfather at one point was on was on Netflix. Like, I think the whole trilogy was on Netflix and they just it took it off. Is it now on it's HBO like Max on, now? Uh it's definitely not on HBO Max. Oh, it's not? Hulu no. maybe? I don't That De- Definitely <laughs> no, it's not because, on anything. No, because here's the thing about that too. If if something's on Hulu, it's on hb it's gonna definitely be on HBO Max. Cause like that's just how it is. Like it's so stupid. It's like Oh, it'll be on Hulu. And then, like, you go all, you type it in on your, like, the streaming service. And it's like, oh, at, yeah. HBO, at HBO Max. And I'm like, well, I might as well just go to HBO Max. It's not on anything. <laughs> the Godfather, at least. Or the Godfather. Yeah, the Godfather is like on, like, Amazon and, like, YouTube, we have to pay for it. Yeah. So, well, I, mean, I mean, I mean, I'll, like, I'll rent it. Like, I don't care about renting it. I just don't want to do it. <laughs> right. So. Well,
0: it's like, it's like the, um, because I collect physical media. So it's like part of me is like, should I just fucking buy it and then Mm -hmm. I have it? But I'm so like, like, what if I don't like it? And then then I just have this movie I'm never going to fucking watch. I just spent 20 bucks on but it's yeah, also like exactly. it's the fucking godfather which is apparently like one of the best movies ever made so it's like should i just buy it the only movie i've bought physically that i haven't seen cause it was uh no time to die because i was like confident i was like i'm gonna i'm gonna like this <laughs> so i so i got it but for the godfather i feel like i'm just a part of me is like i feel like i'm gonna watch it i'm gonna think mm, it's kind of overrated
1: <laughs> but oh well, i mean we'll have to see it's a, it's a three it's a three hour movie it's yeah
0: and it's like Even though The Godfather is, you know, again, one of the best movies ever made and stuff like that, I have no idea what the fuck it's about. Like, I've avoided, like, spoilers somehow for this movie that everyone seems to have seen and and likes, Uh, which is a similar thing, although less so, because it came out only a few years ago for Parasite, which I'll be talking about Mm. today. I somehow just avoided everything unintentionally, because I wasn't, like, I wasn't, like, trying to avoid it, but I just somehow have. I don't know. But, yeah, I'm conflicted about <laughs> the stuff. Like, yeah, just buying buying those movies that I'm just not 100% sure. That's why I'm, like, anytime I go to, like, watch a movie that, like, maybe I'll get, I'm, like, I, I gotta, I feel like I gotta watch it on some streaming service first just to see if I like it. But, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, well, this is a fucking tangent. <laughs> No, nah, I mean it's all good. I mean we're talking, might as well talk about like movies. Yeah, I mean yeah, That's what podcast topic are. of it. Yeah, we got a yeah, we got a great show. We got the news of the week. Uh, we we got we got Moon Knight uh, news. We got some we got some DC news. We got some Mandalorian season three news, and of course we got the Miss Marvel trailer to talk about. But uh, let's start off with some Star Wars news. This one has got everyone up in arms uh, because Star Wars fans hate Star Wars and, (laughs) you know, people love to complain about Star Wars. It is what it is, I guess. But apparently Darth Maul was originally supposed to be in the Obi-Wan series but was cut during a plot uh, overhaul. And I'm just like, I heard this, I read this, and I was just like, good. (laughs) Good. Like, he doesn't, number like, for a couple reasons. Number one, well, really for one big reason— It already happened in canon in Star Wars Rebels, Maul and Obi-Wan had a face-off, and it was pretty clear, well, the whole point of Maul's sort of arc in Rebels was that he's he's trying to find Obi-Wan. And if he fucking found Obi Wan in this Obi Wan series years before, like it wouldn't make any sense in canon already. So he had to have been ta- he had to be taken out. It just wouldn't make any sense. But people are like, but fucking oh my god! People that just don't sleep on these fucking series because they're fucking cartoons and they're like, oh, it's made for kids. Have no idea about this. And I keep seeing people like, oh, this was such a missed opportunity. You know, it would have been perfect place to put mall. No, it wouldn't. Because it would have broken the fucking universe. (laughs) And people are like. And and the people who have watched the cartoons. Reply to those people. And they're like well you know you should watch Rebels. Because this and this and this. And they're like bro I'm not going to watch some dumb kids cartoon. And I'm just like well then don't fucking complain. (laughs) Like. This was best case scenario. And apparently it was Dave Filoni's idea. To bring uh, Darth Vader in. and And the Inquisitors and stuff like that. Basically what I'm saying is. This is the best case scenario that we could have gotten without breaking canon and people are mad just because they don't know the fucking universe. Ridiculous. Exactly.
1: And like, and also the thing is so like, we, we've we gotten so much like content of Maul, like the past couple of years. Exactly. Too. Between the Clone Wars and Rebels. And, and Solo and like all type of shit like that. So it's like, I don't get it. Like, I mean, like, like I understand, like you would want Maul and Kenobi to fight, but like, yeah, like I said, we already got that in Rebels. God in clone wars and yeah. anything else so it's like i
0: think my biggest issue with it is like not even the fact that they don't really know it's already in canon but it's the fact that they dismiss these series just because they're animated and it's like we've we even saw it with a fucking a dare i say masterpiece within the spider verse that people just refuse to watch just because it's animated it's quote made for kids it's like fucking newsflash the MCU was something made for kids. Star Wars, made for kids. The, like, uh, and it's like, a, 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 and on top of that, some of the best Star Wars we've ever gotten has been in these animated series. The Siege of Mandalore arc and the Clone Wars, if you condense that into like an hour and a half movie instead of having an episodic, that would easily be the best Star Wars movie hands down. It just is. Like... It's it like it's so goddamn good, and people will never give it the light of day because it's animated, absolutely ridiculous. And then it creates other issues where you have Ahsoka showing up in Book of Boba Fett or or The Mandalorian, and and you have people be like, "Who is this? Like, this is random. Who's 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 this chick? Just randomly shows up. Oh, she's Anakin's apprentice. That came out of nowhere. Like, did it or are you just dumb? <laughs> 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 like, goddamn. Like, just." Give it a chance. And it's like, especially for the Clone Wars, I can understand because especially the first couple seasons, it's really slow and the fucking timeline is all over the place with it jumping. But it's it, it can be complicated. And admittedly, there is a lot of filler, a lot of filler in the Clone Wars. But it's like I have there's watch guides on the Internet that remedy that easily. And it'll cut your viewing time in half. So you don't want to have to watch all seven seasons. And it, it it makes the viewing experience significantly better, and it gives you all the most important and the best arcs and stuff like that. And Rebels is is pretty consistent through and through, but those last two seasons of Rebels specifically are are goddamn good. And people in the Mandalorian, you know, we got to deal with the dark saber, and people are like, what the the dark saber? What's that? It it has an entire arc in Rebels, and it just adds so much richness to the universe and added so much richness to to these live action series that people just aren't getting because they they aren't watching these animated series and it's just it's honestly just sad (laughs) because they're they're missing out on so much and it's like i'm over here mad about it but really i'm just i like like i'm enjoying this shit more because i have a better understanding and a better grasp on the universe because i've actually seen these shows but yeah it's gonna go even further because eventually you know the mcu is gonna delve into animation and stuff like that and that's gonna it's already i mean we've already seen it with what if and people like captain carter is gonna be in doctor strange in the multiverse of madness people are be like who's this it's like we we got her in what if <laughs> but is what it is man is what it is star wars fans are gonna be star wars fans but uh next piece right. of star wars news David Lindelof who wrote The Watchmen series is reportedly working on a Star Wars movie. Damn. Damn indeed. Like yeah, the guy who wrote The Watchmen series is kind of is working on a Star Wars movie. Like yes, please, but also part of me is like maybe not get my hopes up cuz Lucasfilm seems to love firing people. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's very exciting. It's it's completely unknown what he's working on. It's 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 yeah, it's it's unknown as of now. But yeah, if he, he worked on Watchmen, I, hell, I ain't going to complain. Whatever he's working on Star Wars, it should be good. But, yeah, there's that. Uh, next piece of Star Wars new. This one's very exciting for me. Uh, Christopher Lloyd. Uh, you know, Doc Brown himself for Back to the Future has been cast in The Mandalorian Season 3. Which is super oh, fun. Yeah. I have no idea what he's going to be. <laughs> but, fucking Christopher Lloyd, hell yeah. Man's a goddamn legend. he love to see it you love to see it in, indeed, man. Christopher Lloyd. Yeah, but uh, that's it for Star Wars news. Moving on to some DC news. A Harley Quinn spinoff following Kite Man is in the works at HBO Max. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is apparently being described as Cheers, but with supervillains, which, which just sounds fucking outrageous. <laughs> but yeah, Kite Man, <laughs> a Harley Quinn spinoff. Harley Quinn, fantastic series. And, yeah, just, get, my phone. just getting a, a supervillain spinoff just sounds super, super fun. And speaking of the Harley Quinn series, James Gunn will apparently appear in the Harley's, Harley Quinn uh, series in season three as himself. Apparently, he's going to be working on a Thomas Wayne movie in the universe, which just sounds fucking great. That series, man, that series is super fucking fun.
1: That's just amazing king shark bro howdy bro howdy (laughs) bro we need a king shark solo series directed by james gunn for real we need a king shark multiverse
0: (laughs) (laughs) well (laughs) the no way home style king shark multiverse you got harley quinn king shark you got the suicide squad king shark it's just a fucking team up into into the shark verse hell yeah (laughs) but uh Next piece of DC news. This one's super cool. DC is releasing a Riddler Year One comic, which will be candid to the Batman universe, written by Paul Dano himself. Yeah, that that
1: that's a that's exciting. That's, that's a, exciting. That's an instant cop. <laughs> I'm, probably, is, although I'm probably honestly, gonna
0: wait until they all issues are out and they'll release in like one package. But yeah, yeah.
1: Because I want to I get because I, I want to get the. I still need to get the prequel comic. I mean, or the kind yeah, 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 I, yeah, I yeah, need to get model. that too. I mean, I already know what's, I already know what's in it, but Same. I also want to read it for myself. I want to get that. I want to get the the Riddler Year One, written That's by Paul. So yeah, I wonder what this is going to
0: entail. Apparently, it's going to be part of DC's Black Label, which entails it's probably going to be very violent, which is exciting. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know what this is going to be be about. Like it's 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 called Riddler Year One, so presumably it takes it takes place before the Batman yeah so i don't know yeah i don't maybe it's like him
1: like building up his fan base <laughs> hey guys thank you for 500 subscribers uh yeah i just know. played
0: at the bomb guys uh thanks oh oh five dollars from riddler rules number two thanks for that uh <laughs> but yeah that that's it's that's very exciting very exciting can't wait to can't wait to read that but um uh, on to some marvel news uh, what If Wins, this is kind of controversial, What If won the Critics' Choice Award for Best Animated Series, which is very cool, but uh, it was very controversial because Invincible also came out and I don't think Invincible yeah. was even fucking in the question, so people are mad about it because, I mean, let's be honest, Invincible is better. <laughs> it's, Invincible is fucking amazing. <laughs> but it's like, I think I think it didn't win because simply because it's hyper violent and that's it yeah. <laughs> I, I i genuinely think that's the only reason which is uh you know that's tough but it is what it is but yeah i mean what if still good had, had a couple missteps but overall solid yeah next piece of marvel news samuel jackson confirms don cheadle will appear in secret invasion Man's just letting shit, <laughs> just letting letting shit out. Man, like last week he said Martin Freeman was gonna be in Secret Invasion. Now he's like, "Hey, Don Cheadle's in you too. <laughs> he joined the party." And it's like, "God damn, Samuel Jackson!" I swear to God, these actors get older and they just don't give a shit anymore. <laughs> like an Alfred Molina, just let it slip that he said he was in No Way Home. They just they don't care anymore. But yeah, Don Cheadle. I wonder if he's gonna suit up as War Machine. He was in Falcon and the Winter Soldier, just as Rhodey. So I wonder, I wonder what his role is going to be in here. I wonder if Secret Invasion is going to set up Armor Wars. That'd be fun. That's,
1: yeah, that's what I was thinking. A little
0: bit. Yeah, they're still dope. shooting that. Yeah, I think they've been shooting that for a while. But also, maybe my sense of time is just off. Oh, my, mine is definitely off, bro. So I mean, it'll be, it'll be cool. Can't wait for it. Can't wait for it, indeed. Next piece of Marvel news: Moon Knight. Moon Knight reviews have come in because insiders and stuff, not us, because we're fucking nobodies. But uh, oh. <laughs> some some uh some trades and stuff have gotten a hold and have been able to watch the first fucking four episodes of Moon Knight. Like, god damn, should have been us. <laughs> but yeah, should have been me, not him. <laughs> it's not fair. The the Moon Knight reviews have come in and fucking. High praise, high praise for the series. Uh, people have been praising Oscar Isaac's performance. Some saying it it's the only one so far that's rivaled RDJ, which is you know high praise. Uh, apparently, it is arguably the darkest show so far. But and and yeah, apparently uh, apparently it's really good. So uh, I see a lot of the reviews saying like it's different than everything than anything Marvel's done before, and this and that. And it's like I swear to God, we we hear that every single time. <laughs> one <laughs> of these series comes out, it's like it's 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 the most different Marvel th- thing they've ever produced and whatever and fans eleven and whatnot and it's like it's like uh, it's nice to hear that, but I swear to God we hear it every single time. <laughs> it is what it is though, but uh yeah. Next piece of Marvel news, the Miss Marvel trailer has come out. Miss <laughs> <Ms>. Marvel <laughs> Admittedly, I am conflicted. <laughs> about about this trailer yeah what what are your thoughts on the trailer <laughs> just...
1: understandably it is a coming-of-age superhero story mixed with elements of rom-com and i fucking do not like rom-coms i don't like them like the whole fawning over a person type of thing you're fawning over your crush and films and TV is something that just i hate so much um not not big on romance i mean romance is cool but like it's whatever to me, especially when it's high school. Oh yeah, definitely. It reminds me of like that shitty Netflix movie. Was it called All the Boys that, to All the Boys I Loved Before or whatever? I have no idea. Gar- fucking garbage. <laughs> um. Anyways, so like, yeah. I mean, I think I think it's cool, and like people are saying like, oh, the power is whatever. I personally don't care. Um about the powers. I mean, because, like, she still has her main powers to an extent. So I kind of just want to see how it is first. I'm not, like, too big on it now, because I feel like we should... If we had, if we had gotten it last year, it would have said... I would have I felt different about it. But now that it's coming out, like, you know, summer, I just uh, I just don't really... It's not on my radar, as much as other shows. But I'm still going to check it out, because, you know, it's still Marvel. So what's crazy is that
0: this is the this is the first time disney is airing two major shows at the same time yeah because uh, miss marvel have... and obi-wan are gonna be just yeah same day essentially <laughs> unless they decide to change something but yeah this is the first time that's and so goddamn, damn gonna have to watch two shows
1: yeah my ass is gonna be fucking tired worth it <laughs> worth it because we eat right. good
0: we eating good <laughs> but we are Yeah, I'm conflicted because I'm watching the trailer and, you know, it didn't make me any more or less excited. I was just kind of like, okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it definitely had that um, rom-com, everyone's saying Disney Channel vibe. And it does have that vibe. And people are saying, well, it's like Spider-Man Homecoming. And I'm like, is it? Is it though? Because Spider-Man Homecoming is very John Hughes. It's very Breakfast Club and stuff like that. And this one feels like, Fucking, I don't know Hannah Montana. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and it's that's not that's not necessarily a bad thing. Uh, I just it didn't necessarily get me all that hyped. And as far as the powers goes, I'm a little turned off by it uh, because initially, I, we, I think we even talked about it on this podcast when the when that uh, promotional material leaked and stuff, and we saw that there were going to be constructs and stuff like that. I was like. Listen, it's not going to be too bad because I assumed it was just going to be her normal powers. They just happen to be constructs, you know what I mean? But <laughs> we see in this trailer that it's not just her regular powers that just happen to be constructs. She's fucking like walking on air and shit, and she's making like like shields, and then like that's just Green Lantern. <laughs> that's, just, <laughs> that's just that's just that's just Green Lantern. <laughs> like I, I thought it was just going to be her her polymorph powers they just happen to be constructs but no she can literally make shields and shit and walk on air and we see people have pointed out like we see brief glimpses if you like freeze frame like zoom in and shit that she you know how she does that like super jump thing where she stretches her legs or whatever you see you see that a little bit in and and it did and so there is that aspects of it is just her normal powers just constructs but the fact that She is doing all this extra shit kind of turns me off. But ultimately, what really matters is how her actual character is portrayed. Uh, Of course, you know, the show isn't out yet. And I'm going to keep an open mind when the show comes out, I'm not going to like when that power appears, I'm not going to be like, ew, this shit sucks. If it's executed well, it's executed well. It's not the first time we've seen a hero's powers change in the MCU just to fit the universe. Um, I'm not worried. Uh, I'm not, uh, you know, in Marvel, we trust, you know, so Artist. I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep an open mind. I, I just, I really like miss Marvel's powers in the comics and stuff like that. I think it's I think it's really just visually interesting in comparison to Mr. Fantastic, and that's you know, the comparison people are talking about and like why it's constructs is like it's too similar to Mr. Fantastic, and they're introducing Mr. Fantastic. Um and I'm, I'm like, that would be a good excuse if we didn't just have three Spider-Men together <laughs> like that have essentially the exact same powers. It would make sense if we don't if we don't have multiple Iron Men, you know what I mean? So that's not really a great excuse. And then the only thing I can think of that would make sense for this change is two things. Number one, they don't want to deal with the Inhumans, which I totally understand.
1: Oh yeah, they they definitely don't
0: want to do that. But the problem with that is I feel like there's just a way to write around that and still give her her normal powers. But I think ultimately what it comes down to is budget and just the fact that Anytime there is stretchy VFX, it just doesn't look that great, and eventually they're going to have to get over that hurdle when they do bring in the Fantastic Four, but especially for a Disney Plus show where they do have a smaller budget, it makes sense to change that up a bit, and people have also pointed out that it would also make it visually more interesting and contrast more with the other... Marvel characters, and, and by Marvel characters, I mean like Captain Marvel and Monica Rambeau, who have, you know, uh, Captain Marvel has sort of this yellow glowiness to her, and Monica seems to have this blue to uh, sort of thing going on, so to have Miss Marvel be purple, it would have that, you know, sort of contrast with all three of them, now that they're all three, all three of them are going to be in the Marvels, so... Yeah, with that and budgetary re- reasons, I think that's what they're going for. I just don't know why they couldn't just have her have the normal powers and, but and now she can make shields and shit like she's Green Lantern. I don't know. <laughs> it is what it is. Um, we'll we'll wait for the series to come out. I'm gonna we're gonna watch it regardless. It's fucking Marvel. You know what I mean? So yeah, gonna give it a chance. It's just as far as my excitement for it, and especially compared to other series. Uh, coming out of Disney Plus it's it's my least anticipated uh yeah, as of right now yeah
1: for sure it's you know like what i said a couple of minutes ago like if had it came out last year at the time it was supposed to be i know i i would have probably enjoyed it a lot more like cuz you know we're supposed to get it like around september october you know around there but now that it's coming out now i just you know now, I'm not saying I couldn't care less for it, but like it's definitely not on my radar as like other Disney Plus shows. Yeah, and part of know, why like, I'm keeping like an open mind is
0: like because because I mean I can't speak for you, but at least for me, I that's how I felt about Black Widow. But then mm, when yeah. I watched Black Widow, I was like, wait, this shit, <laughs> I really yeah, like this. I was like, this,
1: shit, this shit's kind of fire. Yeah,
0: so like I, that could be a similar thing going for Miss Marvel, and I, I hope that is the case because mm, yeah i want to like it i really like miss marvel's character i love her vibe i love and, and now especially that spider-man is spider-man now and he's going off to college and shit uh to have a youthful kid character coming in uh it it, it would be nice to have that so mm-hmm. you know i i really loved her in the avengers game uh I, I I really I really liked the portrayal of her character there. I thought she was super fun. Uh, so I I hope to get you know that that vibe. Uh, I hope to get that same sort of feeling uh, from her character in 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 this series. But yeah, I'm excited, but also not excited. <laughs> I'm excited for New Marvel, but you know, is what it is. I'm mostly anticipating. As far as Marvel shows goes right now, She-Hulk, because that sounds... Well, Moon Knight, obviously, but that's, like, right around the corner. Uh, But, yeah, She-Hulk sounds super fucking fun to me. (laughs) I'm mostly worried... uh, uh, Speaking of She-Hulk, I'm mostly worried about, like, people dismissing it, because apparently it is supposed to... Like, it's meant to be a comedy, and I feel like people are going to be like, oh, typical Marvel, (laughs) like, trying to do quips and shit, and I'm like, that's the point of the series. (laughs) But... Also, if Daredevil is supposed to be in it, like he's rumored to be, and it's a comedy, that kind of scares me a little bit too. But I'm sure it'll be fine. I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> Maybe. But uh, yeah, that is the news of the week. forgot to mention that there's time codes. <laughs> you can jump around if you want. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's time to move on to our topic, which is, of course, movies that we haven't seen and you know the whole concept of this is is it's movies that we haven't seen that we'd be on crack for not seeing, and generally it's like classics from like you know you know like really like generally old movies, but considering parasite is like apparently one of the best movies ever made and shit uh decided, yeah, very very
1: high critical clean movie decided
0: to give that a watch, but you you watched Reservoir dogs, so why don't you why don't you talk about that
1: okay so um, As much as I, you know, I, I want to say it on every Letterboxd review, but I'm just not going to because you know, it's repetitive. But I'm going to say it right now, it's always nice watching a, uh, a director's first movie because, you know, you see the growth of, you know, where they came at or where they came from before and here they're at now. So watching Tarantino's first film, I liked it a lot. Um, very, you know, very, very simplistic. Uh, you know, kind of the start of his uh, known of like sort of non-linear editing storytelling type of thing, and uh, just overall finding out the mystery of like who sold them out. And it's one of those things where it's like I love like I really love when characters are like aware and like they know what's going on. So Steve, like Bushimi's character. Like he knew what the fuck was going on. He was like, yeah, we were there, and like there were cops outside, like, what the fuck just happened? And then like uh Harvey Weissel's character was like, you know, he's kind of like, you know, being blind. He was like, nah, like, bro, like, that shit didn't happen. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? And CB Shami's character is like, no, like, this shit fucking happened. Like, someone's a fucking rat. And like someone like like ratted us out. And I love that, I love the dynamic between every single character because it's always like you know they're all complete strangers so they're going to have like beef with each other uh and so i love the plot twist of how uh tim roth's character was the cop and that was cool uh, he was great uh, he was great i mean he everyone was great. was great but
0: tim roth was like i was yeah, like tim
1: yeah tim roth yeah um initially, initially i thought it was uh c bushimi's character that was the cop because uh, you know he was way more frantic and everything like that. But because you know it's always one of those things. It's always a, the who done it. It's like yeah. Oh well, this character did it. Oh well, no, this character did it. It's like he kind of throws you in a loop. And that settled down completely when he's like, you know, I'm the cop. And like, yeah. So that was good. I loved the uh the backstory of everyone's character pretty much. Um, how uh, what's it called Mr. Blonde and Mr. Blonde who is a uh, Vega. And apparently, you know, that's like an unofficial uh, reference to Pulp Fiction, you know, mm-hmm. like Vincent Vega and everything like that. Yeah. Victor Vega. That's a, that's pretty cool. Um, so, you know, that they have his character thing. You know, he was a prison. Like, he could have ratted his dad out, but, you know, his dad's a thing. Nice guy, Eddie, all that type of thing, whatever. And I, I loved, uh, I think I liked, I mean, of course, you know, Vega, Vega's character was cool. I think the character that I liked the most. Was Harvey Weitzel's character? He was very sincere with everything, and he just wanted to get the job done, pretty much. But yeah, just seeing like that that, that dynamic of everybody—you know, they're complete strangers. They have to get a job done. They're gonna get some money, whatever. It was it was pretty cool. Uh, like he said, you know, very simplistic. I like the like st- like the style of it too. Everyone's wearing suits and shit. I like the open the opening uh the opening like you know sequence of she Steve, Steve Buscemi's character. Going back to a topic that is somewhat circulated. Oh yes, at, the, at the times like, you know how he doesn't tip. Yeah, and it's like, you know, if, if you know, he's like, wait, well, you know, why the fuck should I tip? Like, you know, if you can't make money without tips, just get a better job. And it's like, well, you know, I should have, I should have to tip because society says I should have to. And it's like, well, you know, I'm not gonna fucking tip you for just doing the bare minimum. Like, if you are, like, you know, if you done something that's like exceptional to me. I, of course I'm gonna tip you, but I'm not gonna tip you for just doing your job, you know. Yeah, it's and like, it's, like a huge,
0: it's a huge controversy, but really it's like tipping isn't the issue; it's the fact that they're not given salary. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's like every other place that is in America, d- doesn't generally tip. doesn't tip, and that like, and like you you hear it from yeah. you know you know them that they they look at America and they're like, what the fuck, <laughs> like yeah, <laughs> why exactly. are you tipping? Like,
1: and, and like, and like even like in like other countries, like tipping is sort of like disrespectful. It's like, why the fuck are you giving me like more money? Like I'm already getting paid enough. Yeah. Like especially in places like uh like uh you know I think it's like you know most places like in Europe, if you were giving them a tip, uh they would just be like, no, like don't give me your money. Like you've already paid. So yeah, that was that was really nice. I liked that a lot. Uh, I'm like thinking to myself, he got a point. You know,
0: he got a point, low, low key, yeah, he 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 does he no, he absolutely has a point. But considering we do live in America and they don't have a salary, you
1: should tip. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you should you should tip. So, you should tip, but we shouldn't have to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's always the one thing. Um, I like that. I like that opening sequence a lot. Like of course, you know, like the the virgin tale that was pretty funny too. Uh, but the part but also. Where, uh,
0: were uh what the fuck was, was wasn't dude getting his ear cut off or something
1: yeah marvin yeah that's his name marvin yeah it's like you got his fucking ear cut off i'm like bro what the fuck and he's gonna vega was in a douse of gasoline yeah. shit. it was like <laughs> see what's crazy. But, <laughs> he was awesome <laughs> but i was but like you fucking see like hit the the makeup of his ear i'm like damn dude that's fucked up and then like uh i was i was happy when vega died i was like yes yes he died but like Oh yeah, and uh, you know I like the backstory of Tim Roth's character. You know he had a pretty much like become an actor and having to memorize lines of like a script. (laughs) Very uh, you know kind of meta, but that that was that was really nice. And then you know (laughs) fucking that one the car scene where you know they just say fucking the n word like five Mm -hmm. times, like a like a page from To Kill a Mockingbird. Fucking, oh my God, Tarantino Damn. can't resist yeah I know but I mean it's like you know like it, it's, it's there and of course I you mean, know I, Tarantino
0: is Mr. Brown
1: oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's, true. yeah that's true he's <laughs> Mr. Brown <laughs> he's like I get the pass so yeah I mean, Mr. Mr. Brown but yeah I mean like I said the overall the, mo- the movie was good um, you know everyone kind of died in a suicide squad type of way uh, everyone died everything but I, I I thoroughly enjoyed it. Like I loved I loved like how it was. You know, the, the one thing about it's probably, probably because of my teeny tiny brain. I can't handle uh, non-linear storytelling. But like <laughs> you know, if you were to show this to like a casual fan or a casual moviegoer, you know they could understand it. Yeah, which is nice. So I liked it a lot. Uh, definitely a nine out of ten for me. Nine out of ten. The reason why it's not a ten out of ten is because uh, there was no. It's, this is gonna sound like so bizarre to me. <sighs> this wasn't enough comedy. I'm just kidding. No okay. no. <laughs> there, wasn't <laughs> enough, there wasn't any quips. It wasn't no, fun. No no cheesy one liners, bro. I didn't see the I didn't see the Avengers in it. So no, but it was, it was a good movie. I like I enjoyed it a lot. Excited to watch more Tarantino movies. Now that's the fifth one I've seen, fifth or fourth? Now I want to watch Inglourious Bastards. Yeah. I am going to watch that today. It's my so. it's my favorite Tarantino
0: movie, but Reservoir Dogs in my opinion is Tarantino's best movie.
1: Everyone yeah, yeah. everyone
0: says, you know, Pulp Fiction this and Pulp Fiction that, and I'm like Pulp Fiction's great, but uh I don't know I don't know if it is that nonlinear storytelling uh or that fucking gimp scene. I don't <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, yeah oh man dude, that 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 gimp scene bro but yeah I, I think
0: just compared to reservoir dogs in my opinion, risk reservoir dogs just better
1: yeah i think i think it's it's better as a it's definitely better as a uh a crime like crime mob like film like you know film like that, yeah, you know' cause, you know it's like a whole team of strangers kind of you know doing this mission and like them getting caught out, but you know getting like you ratted out. As with Pulp Fiction, it's the whole story going around, and like you know, kind of the, the main the main story is, is Butch, like Bruce Will's character. that's the whole yeah. story is like evolved around. So I feel like not that saying Bruce Willis carried the film, no. but I'm just saying like I'm just saying that you know he 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 is very integral in terms of everything else. Well, yeah, maybe know? that's the reason because I was when I
0: watched Pulp Fiction, and I should watch it again. Uh, Bruce Willis was like, I just, I I cared the least about his story (laughs) and you're, and he is the, like the, you know, the through line. So maybe that's, maybe that's the reason I should, I really should watch it again. But yeah, maybe, maybe that's why
1: Mm -hmm. I think. And also, I think like to me, I think the third act of Pulp Fiction is like, is kind of like the best part of the film, in my opinion, like from Bruce Willis, story from like there on out is like the best like I think that's like the best part of the film. Yeah, that's fair. Because you know, like you have the whole like religious talk with uh, Samuel Jackson's character mm-hmm. and the whole classic, and then he, yeah, the whole uh, you know bar fight scene with Tim Roth's character and his girlfriend and everything. Um, and then like before that, of course, you know you have Butch's resolution and but being that god awful gip scene. But other than that yeah, that, I think that's the best part of the movie. Yeah, because I I will also say like you know people I mean I feel like Uma Thurman's character was like pretty good but like I just didn't really see like I feel like it just it, just, it didn't really do it for me you know Yeah, I didn't really care like you know you know they have yeah, they go out to eat and like you know all this shit you know she gets like she gets fucking drugged and like has to go back to the drug's house like, the drug dealer's house and shit like that Caesar blah 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 and then that's it you know that's their night like he just saves saves her life but you know but like I said. I would have to watch it again, but at the point because I watched it like once or twice in a day, I didn't really care for it. But then again, maybe you know, maybe you no, know, maybe my brain's too tiny and I can't comprehend it. So I have to give it a rewatch.
0: Um, well, your brain is definitely tiny, but
1: <laughs> pretty smooth too. Smooth brain, smooth. Yeah. But yeah. Um. But if I would, if I if I had to rank the Tarantino movies I've seen so far, it would have to be Reservoir Dogs. Then it'll be Kill Bill Volume One, Pulp Fiction, and then Kill Bill Volume Two. Actually no no no, no. Take, that back, take 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 that back. Django, Reservoir Dogs. Oh yes. Yeah, Django, Reservoir Dogs, Kill Bill Volume One, Pulp Fiction, and then Kill Bill Volume Two. I think Django's the Django's the best Tarantino film, like definitely.
0: I think if I had to rank the ones I've seen it'd be Reservoir Dogs, Django uh, glorious Bastards Oh yeah, Inglorious Bastards Uh, I'm fucking blanking on Tarantino films
1: Uh, Kill Bill oh, yeah, and They have Once Upon oh, yeah. a Time in Hollywood
0: Okay, so I, I think I'd rank them Reservoir Dogs, Django Inglorious Bastards Kill Bill Volume 1 Pulp Fiction, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood Kill Bill Volume 2 Then
1: The Hateful Eight I said to see Hateful Eight I know it's on Netflix It's
0: good, it's just uh, you know, compared to the other ones, yeah, it's just yeah
1: for sure. The you know at the bottom,
0: <laughs> but it's still it's still really good.
1: Yeah, I, I definitely I definitely understand. Just a consistent I filmmaker would, would have to uh, check out *Inglorious Bastards* and *Hateful Eight* to conclude my Tarantino thing. Yeah. or oh, I, I feel like there's another one. You *Seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood*. I've not seen *Once Upon a Time in Hollywood*. Probably gonna watch that this weekend. You know, I'm watching everything. I also like freaking. Kill Bill Volume Two. I don't know about it. Man. I mean, like, it's a good kill. It's a good film, but like, I yeah. think it's just sometimes it's way too long. Uh, for me, it's not. I don't think it's too long. I just don't think it's. I don't know, fulfilling. I don't know.
0: It's like the first one, like uh, built up what's his name so much, and then I was just kind of like, oh.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It Built up uh yeah. Was he Bill? No, that's not Bill. That's well, a, yeah, a cow, that's a cowboy. That's a cowboy. Let's see. Yeah, because I, I don't know, man. Like, yeah, you know. I feel like Kill Bill Volume Two should have been at least like the same like length in a way. Cause Kill Kill Bill Volume Two is like is like two hours thirty minutes long, I believe. Yeah, it's 137 minutes. Yeah, so that's like two hours and seven minutes. No. Two hours and nineteen minutes or something like that. Or nineteen, seventeen minutes. But yeah, it's crazy. I mean it's still a good film though. Oh, there's one Death Death Proof. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't seen, seen that Death one.
0: proof. There's also Jackie Brown. He didn't direct that, but he was involved. Yeah, he
1: was. Yeah, he was. No, 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 he was. It says it was, it was directed by Quentin Tarantino. Oh, the fuck am I
0: thinking about then?
1: Yeah, it was. um has Robert De Niro in it. Samuel L. Jackson. Michael Keaton. Yeah, apparently, like, I think James Gunn said his
0: favorite Tarantino movie is Jackie Brown. And it's like, yeah, apparently it's like really underrated. as far as Tarantino
1: movies go. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, I don't I don't hear anybody mention Jackie Brown whenever it comes to Tarantino films. It's always like Kill Bill or Django or Pulp Fiction, <laughs> or Pulp Fiction too. Yeah, but so I guess Jackie Brown, Death Proof, Inglorious Bastards, Hayflet, and Once Upon a Time are on my list now. I could probably get that done uh, today and tomorrow, easy. <laughs> <laughs> Just, to your, to I could I can, I can watch those films easily. Yeah, and then plus like, I'm, I'm off. I don't go to school until Tuesday, so Monday's another day where I can watch movies. Goddamn. Man's just, just watching everything under the sun. Bro, I'm fucking bored, dude. Like, I don't, <laughs> bro, I'm fucking bored. Might as well watch movies, dude. That's like the best thing to do. So, plus I need a, I plus I need, I need inspiration because I'm working on my film right now. I need to figure out some camera angles and shit like that. Like, so, man, the best, the best, the best way to best way to know movies is to watch movies.
0: True.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm. I mean, I've very. Is it my turn? Like, it is your turn all uh, right yeah we both gave it nine out of ten yeah but nah, now we can talk about parasite yeah, my my fucking parasite <laughs> what Dude, the... parasite bro. is like literally the the themes of that movie is so fucking good yeah bro i don't i
0: was like what the fuck am i watching this so much watching... i finished i was like what the fuck just happened <laughs> but uh you know uh Bong Joon-ho the only movie i've seen of his other than this one uh before this one was Snowpiercer have you seen Snowpiercer
1: no i haven't seen it
0: damn good movie starring chris evans but so i was expecting quality and obviously you know it's it's the best movie ever made according to letterbox <laughs> but uh yeah so i was like cuz Snowpiercer is also weird as shit so but just you know i've seen like Tra- like clips and sort of trailers and shit And I was like it looks relatively normal And for the most no. part it kind of is Ish <laughs> At least compared to Snowpiercer But there was still that level of like what the fuck That <laughs> was just like uh, Like underlying the movie But yeah like I had no idea What to expect going into this like I said in the beginning I just like I had, I somehow Like I avoided fucking everything And the one thing I could say It was a lot funnier than I
1: expected like uh, yeah 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 because it is a black comedy
0: yeah it was excuse me i didn't see any black people at all no uh, <laughs> uh yeah it was funnier than i expected like that fumigation scene where where they're like where they're like yeah we'll get we'll get a free fumigation and they're just get absolutely and they're a of coughing and shit it's like oh fuck like i was like yeah that was funny and then like min shows up i'm not going to remember a lot of these names like, like for the family members, I am just gonna say like dad and rich dad. <laughs> I don't remember, yeah. um, uh, but like for some reason, I remember Min's name. But Min is a great fucking friend, hooking my hooking this dude up with with a job and shit. He's poor. and He's mm-hmm. going off to college or whatever, or he's going abroad. Uh, yeah, but like he's he's hooking this he's hooking this dude up, and he's like, I I, I need some clarification on the on the rich daughter. They say, uh, I know it's Korea. I mean, I don't know what the age of consent is in Korea, but like he's like, mince like I'm gonna wait until you know she's in college and then I'm gonna ask her out. I'm like, a little sus, but good on you for waiting. And then the fucking other dude, <laughs> fucking he 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 goes to work for them and he starts making out with his chick. I'm like, I'm pretty sure she's supposed to be like fucking 15, my guy. Uh, <laughs> I'm just like, I'm like.
1: Hmm. <laughs> it's like it's kind of sus but- oh, let, let, let me let me look it up right now asian consent in korea
0: i think they uh, I,
1: I know i know japan's 13 yeah oh asian consent in korea is 20 years old oh no <laughs> oh no
0: <laughs> at least my guy min is waiting this this dude over yeah. here
1: Making out with a fifteen year old? Oh no, man! Oh no! I'm I'm, I'm definitely gonna rewatch Parasite, man. <laughs> oh, dude, bro. And
0: well, not and not only that, he's like, he's like, yeah, when, and because he says the same thing. It's like when she, when this whole thing is over, I'm gonna ask her out. I'm like, bro, you know, men's gonna ask her. you, fucking asshole! Like, <laughs> what a shit friend you are. I know, but right? you know, they're all shit people. Kind of, I'm gonna get into that, but like. When he gets the job and he goes over to the rich people's house and the fucking housekeeper like goes to wake up the mom. I hate like I again, I had no idea what the fuck this movie was. So like the mom like sat up super weird and I was like, Oh, what's that? <laughs> why why did she do that? Uh but yeah, she like sat up like I don't know, just the way she sat up, like weirded me out. <laughs> I was just like, I don't like this. I don't like this at all. But uh like, the, the like, they were finessing the family hard, but, like, once the sister got involved, the poor sister, bruh, she's yeah. cold as fuck. <laughs> and she's smooth as shit, too. Like, she walked in there and, like, demanded the room and finessed the mom into paying her more and then framed the driver to get the dad involved. Like, what they're doing is fuck, but she was smooth as shit. <laughs> it's like, goddamn. Like, fuck me. But, yeah. Uh, I loved how they were (laughs) similar to how you were talking about Reservoir Dogs. How they're like, like literally rehearsing their lines (laughs) Mm -hmm. and shit like that. And it's like at this point, I was like, "Oh, parasite! (laughs) They're a parasite on the rich fan." I see now. (laughs) But uh, yeah, I felt fucking awful for the housekeeper because she's she seemed super nice and seemed great at her job and they just fucking kicked her out. I was like that's not cool at all. <laughs> I was like damn. She'd been there for fucking years and shit and I was like that's fucking tough. Like as the movie went on there was like the, the movie the movie has like this great job of like fucking you know there's there, there's there's this dark humor. But mm-hmm. like even when there's like levity there's like there's always, they always, he always throws something in there that keeps you on edge. And like when the kid, the rich kid, uh, the son, like the, cause now the mom and, and the dad are involved and the kid goes up and he he smells them both. And he's like, they smell the same. I was like, Oh no, I was like, <laughs> I was like, I was like, no way. This kid <laughs> is about to destroy this entire operation by smelling them. <laughs> and they're like, ah, fuck. Now we get, now we got <laughs> chose the fucking soap we use but uh like part of me was rooting for the family and the other part of me is praying for their downfall cuz i'm like like i'm like i'm like hell yeah you know what get that bag but also the other part of me is like god damn what the fuck are you doing to this family yeah man? but then there was a couple moments where i'm like you know what fuck this rich family <laughs> cuz the cuz the rich dad was all like man that that the the, that guy fucking smells and I was like, I oh, fucking rude. <laughs> he, just, he just he smelled like and and he's like he does it behind his back, but like not cool. <laughs> and then you know, it like starts to pour and the the, the fucking city floods. Mm-hmm, which is yeah. and like completely like dis uh it
1: destroys like their house too, yeah right? destroys their right.
0: house and all these people are like living in a in a i don't remember where they were living but like a bunch of ton of people were living in this in this place because all their homes were destroyed and shit and then the rich wife was all like was all like oh thank god for that rain we really needed that rain i'm like what the yeah, fuck? yeah
1: yeah yeah because she, she's saying like yeah we needed like to flush them out or some shit yeah yeah i was like yeah. i was like you know fuck y'all
0: <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> not cool at all <laughs> But yeah, so
0: I'm like, yeah, fuck this family. But also, uh, the y- you know, rich people always be li- living in their, like echo chambers and shit, and uh, they have they. I doubt they have any idea what the fuck is going on. And so they're just like, yeah, thank God for this rain, and they have no idea. But still, fuck them. <laughs> but also, fuck the fuck the other family too. But shit, uh, uh, I I forgot to mention the rich dad, bro. His voice that dude's voice is awesome <laughs> it's hot right yeah i was like Damn. <laughs> i mean no no you you right man. i was like Who? man fucking tell me a bedtime story shit uh
1: broken narrate in my life
0: for real but like when they have the house all to themselves my anxiety levels were through the fucking roof, waiting for something to go wrong. Like I almost, I literally almost fast forwarded through it. I was like, I can't take this man. <laughs> you think this because again, I have no idea what to expect from this movie. Some fucking fucking, I don't know. Some fucking skinwalkers could walk through the goddamn door. I have no idea what the fuck is going on. Uh, but then the doorbell rang, and I was like, oh shit! But then it was the old housekeeper, and the housekeeper was freaking me the fucked out, fuck out because the way she was acting she was acting like she was like fucking high or something uh and then like i didn't know if she snapped or was on something but then the mom went and uh um, the mom went downstairs and she or the housekeeper went downstairs and she was trying to push that shelf and that was kind of funny cuz she's just she was just like suspended like on the wall and trying to push this shelf over and it looked kind of it looked pretty funny but then they got the then they got the shelf moved and there was that secret door and then the door opened and it was like fucking creepy because there was like this just this fucking secret basement and it's dark down there and I was like ah shit my anxiety <laughs> going through the roof again but I was yeah I was just like what the fuck is going on and then it was revealed that the old housekeeper's husband was living down there and I was relieved a little bit because uh, again I didn't know what to expect so my ass was on edge the whole time but like when the old housekeeper had the family like dead to rights because. <laughs> Because they fucked up and, like, slipped down the stairs as they were trying to listen. there, And she caught on to what they were doing. I was like... I eased up a little bit. Because I was like, okay, I feel better about this now. But, god damn. Then the, the husband and the, and the old housekeeper are, are like, essentially holding, <laughs> holding them hostage. Which was pretty satisfying. But then the fucking phone rang. And my ass started stressing. Because, again, like, you have these moments of, like, ah, everything's chill now. And then they just cut right to like some fucking shit that's keeping you stressed again. So the phone fucking rang and now the fam- the rich family's coming home early and I'm like, ah, shit. And then the mom knocked the old housekeeper down the stairs and killed her. Literally killed her. And... and uh, fucking Jesus. Anyway, the rich mom tells the story about her son like seeing uh, like a ghost or what they think was a ghost but they're like... The audience knows it was actually just the husband hiding downstairs, and he was probably like going like get food or something. But like as a kid, that had to have been fucking terrifying. Like just to see just just this guy just rise up from the fucking basement. Like that's got, like that's got to be fucking scary as fuck. But like yeah, then the kid because of that like, started having seizures and uh, seizures and shit. And I'm like, damn, that's fucking rough. <laughs> it's fucking, yeah, that's rough. But yeah, with yeah, the rich the rich dad was talking shit behind their back because they were all like, you know, they all had to hide and shit, and they're all hiding under the table. And the and the rich dad is all like, yeah, that fucking dude smells. <laughs> He's there just <laughs> under the table. I'm like, damn. But that, yeah. At the, and at this point, because at this point, I was like, okay, so the, you know, parasite. This movie's a uh, this family's a parasite on this rich family. Okay, but at this point, I had no idea because there. This was like only halfway through the movie. So, I was like, I have no idea what the fuck is going on now. It it seems like, I don't know, everything that could have happened has happened.
1: Yeah.
0: uh, Yeah, little did I know. Uh, So, uh, yeah, I had no idea what was going on anymore. Oh, you know what? Uh, The mom mom said, yeah, the mom said that the rain was a blessing. I was like... Yeah, (laughs) it was a a blessing. I was like, yeah, I was like, you know what? Maybe you do deserve to be grifted. But um, regardless, (laughs) this... This fucking, the, the, the uh, dude living in the basement, like, watched his wife die. And so, obviously, he's fucking,
1: you know... are mortified.
0: Yeah. And now they're having that party and shit because the wife decided to have this fucking impromptu party, which would have pissed me off. <laughs> like, just all of a sudden, there's a party. But the dude gets out escapes from the bunker. Oh, and oh, speaking of which, fucking, the kid, the... The normal son, the normal son, the poor son goes downstairs to check on the dude and he, he gets almost choked out. But then he's like sprinting back upstairs and that fucking dude living in the basement was fucking speedy. That man was like, that man was moving and then he fucking just killed him. I was like, you know what? Fair enough. <laughs> but but like that motherfucker like hit like he kills him like he and then he like fucking drops the rock on him again. I was like Jesus, but then that motherfucker goes on a killing spree, and I'm like, holy shit! And then the poor dad kills the rich dad. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Um, <laughs> uh, hey, uh, like, like, but then pause, motherfucker, because the son is alive. Like, <laughs> and and then the fucking dude like stabs the poor daughter in the heart, and then like the the mom. Kills the kills the fucking basement dude. I'm just like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> like, and then and then the dad, yeah, the dad kills the rich dad. Uh, I was just I was just like, uh, I don't know. But like, and then the, and then the rich daughter takes the son out. She finds him, which has got to be fucking mentally scarring. But yeah, the son is alive after losing that much blood and getting whacked twice. But like. Yeah, it turned out the dad was, like, living in the basement for fucking who knows how long, and the and the son decodes a message. And I uh, now I have a question, because, like, he says, he writes that his plan is to, like, get rich so he can buy the house, and it plays a sequence where that happens. And I'm like, was that all just, like, a daydream, or, or did that imply that he did it? Because, like... I think it's... I, I think it implied that he did it. My takeaway was that it was a daydream, because I was like, ain't no goddamn mm-hmm. way. Because he was, like, convicted and shit. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, that that part felt not necessarily in a bad way, but it felt pretty M Night Shyamalan. Yeah. Uh But yeah, it seems uh, at least to me open for interpretation. Also, at the end, the poor kid, the the poor son, looked like a K pop star. <laughs> um, <laughs> in the in that in that sequence, but yeah. Anyway, fuck that movie for having me stressed for two hours straight. God damn. And for that oh reason,
1: yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, it was, it was, it's very anxiety inducing, right? Yeah. And
0: for that reason, it's a five out of 10. Five out of 10? Yeah, no, not really. It's a fucking 10 out of 10. That movie's fucking, fuck that movie, but it's incredible. <laughs> one of the, like, I don't know if I'd say it's one of the best movies ever made. Like, Letterbox okay. seems to apply,
1: but Would it's you, still a 10 out of 10. Is it in your top 10? Like, of
0: all time? Yeah. Probably not. Top 20? I don't know. I, I'm not very stingy when it comes to 10 out of 10s. Yeah. Uh, and,
1: and like, So maybe in my top 30? Fair, fair. I don't know, man. I just, I can't like, like stuff. When people say stuff is like a masterpiece and like all time, I don't take it like very seriously, but it's also like, I don't say that shit. So when people are like, yeah, this movie is like the, like one of the best movies I mean, it, of course you know it is definitely one of the best movies like you know ever made it's it's very well crafted for sure the symbolism the themes of you know class. Like being poor yeah class and everything it, it's it's very well done but like i wouldn't say like parasite is the top 10 best movies of all time like again i can't say that i couldn't say that it would hurt my soul <laughs> if i said that because I just don't say, I don't say things like that, you know? Yeah. But definitely I will say it is definitely one of the best movies ever made because it is very well crafted, filled with great themes and symbolism, for sure. It's also, just, it's also just how, like, you would word things, for sure, you know? That's just, you know, that's just my opinion on things like that.
0: Yeah. Uh, I Yeah, definitely, it's 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 one of the best movies I've seen in a while. But
1: mm-hmm, like, and yeah. there's also
0: just a shit ton of movies out there. Yeah, and, for sure. And I'm sure there's like, you know, people saying that's one of the best movies ever made. The, I'm sure there's incredible movies that they just haven't seen. So they, uh, it, it, like uh, that, that scale is sort of swayed towards one way compared to the other. Cause they, the, the, the movies that they've seen is, and that could be in that caliber is limited. So, yeah, I, I have a hard time I have a hard time saying like this is one of the best movies ever made cuz you know, like we were saying earlier there's movies like The Godfather that I just haven't seen that could be in that top 10. You know, like the movies like Goodfellas and stuff like that. I I don't I haven't seen those so I feel weird saying that this that Parasite is one of the best movies ever made. But it's certainly Cause, cause what, like, like Godfather was the nineties, right?
1: No, mm-hmm. no, 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 The God, the Godfather was 70. Oh, 70, so it was
0: like 76. That's right, that's right, that's right, that's right. Uh, but like, yeah, so Godfather was like, like all those years ago.
1: 70, so 72. like,
0: as far as like modern movies, Parasite could easily begin, be considered a modern classic and it will mm-hmm. be a modern classic cause it, 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 it is. But, like, of all time, though, <laughs> like, maybe of movies released in the past, like, 20 years, it's top 10. Uh But, yeah, just, like, just movies in general, I don't, I don't know. But, yeah, that's, like, fucking, that movie was like, fucking crazy. And Bong, uh, Bong Joon-ho is, like, a fucking, his directing style, like, like because he's made incredible movies before like snow snowpiercer and a lot of his other films just it, it critically acclaimed like every single fucking time so mm-hmm. the the anticipation and the expectations for parasite were already really high cuz he's a just one of those consistent directors he's like a as as far as consistency goes and just qualities of movies he's like a Tarantino uh mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and so and so for parasite to come out and just fucking blow everyone away it's incredibly impressive
1: <laughs> like you know it's one of those things where it's like you know we wouldn't say like this is the best movie of all time for ourselves but it's understandable why someone would think that and we can respect that yeah for sure
0: it's so. also it's also one of those movies like there's plenty of movies that I've seen that it's like we're so good like it was such mm-hmm. a good movie but I wouldn't I don't know if I'd ever want to rewatch this you know what I mean you think so like maybe like five years down the line i'll be yeah. like yeah i may get you know give parasite another watch but like pfft, i'm not trying to watch this again mm-hmm. <laughs> not because yeah. it was bad obviously just because it's it's just emotionally exhausting <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh yeah but shit i should i should go and like watch some some videos and see like i don't know uh just like maybe points in the movies I I may have missed that like hinted towards you know like foreshadowing and shit like that uh, that maybe I didn't pick up on. But basically, what I'm saying is the Batman is better than
1: Parasite. No, nah, I, I just I, I just think that like <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I think for for Parasite, um, it's definitely um I would say a 9.5 out of 10 for me. The reason why it wasn't um, a 10 out of 10 is because, like, you know, there was no... Like, well, I, I there weren't any quips. It wasn't fun. <laughs> I, 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 couldn't, I couldn't do it, bro. I couldn't do it. I, 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 couldn't, I couldn't do it. But definitely a 10 out of 10 It is definitely a modern classic. Um, I'm more... I, you know, actually today, I ha- I thought I had plans today, but I don't. But you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to rewatch Parasite. Don't do it. I got... You know, you know, what I'm gonna do. I'm a, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna watch five movies today. Do you think I can watch five movies today?
0: Uh, well, let's see. An average movie is about two
1: hours, let's say. And what'd you say? Five movies? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm rewatch Parasite, and then I'm gonna watch The Hateful Eight. Then I'm gonna watch Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. The Hateful Eight's long.
0: In fact, the for, for the, for the Hateful Eight, I'd recommend watching the series on. I think it's on Netflix. It's it's pretty What's, much it's pretty much like an extended cut,
1: just made yeah. into a show. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do that. But that's and long I'm as re- fuck. So I going to watched Parasite, Hateful Eight, Glorious uh, Bastards, Glorious Bastards, Jackie Brown, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. But I'm gonna like, get rid. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get rid of all the Tarantino films. I think that's like over ten hours.
0: <laughs> you'll be up. You'll be up late as shit.
1: <laughs> 10 hours. Mm, let's see will probably finish around Like maybe like
0: Well cause Yeah Hateful Eight yeah. Especially especially the
1: My ear Series
0: like, Yeah I think the extended cut It's about four hours I think it's a little less than four hours But still
1: Motherfucking god Motherfucking trying to compete with Zack Snyder <laughs> You know actually No to no, the back I cannot watch five movies today I'm probably gonna watch Rewatch Parasite Just take out I'm Hateful a, Eight And you'll be fine Yeah Yeah I'm gonna take out Hateful Eight but want to we I want to re- watch The Godfather today. The or try to watch The Godfather today. The Midfather. <laughs> yeah.
0: for the next one we do with these I'll probably watch The Godfather.
1: Yeah. If it's on a fucking streaming service. God damn. She, uh, she I want to see if it's on. Let me see. Now she know to See, yeah, movies say, like
0: that and like Tarantino movies, they just like
1: come and go and
0: uh, what I, yeah, I don't know what the fuck is up with that.
1: Yeah, they, they cuz I remember cuz I remember they they had ticking off like some of his movies off of HBO Max and they put it back on there. Cause I remember Reservoir Dogs was on HBO Max and they took it off and then they put it on Showtime and they took it off Showtime and now it's on back on HBO Max. Oh yeah. Okay. never mind. I'm saving money today. I know where it's at. <laughs> you know where it's at. I, I All right. Know where it's, at. it's, 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 I mean, is that, is that it? Is that it? Is that the show? Yes. That, that is the show. Thank you for listening to the Adventures Podcast. If you want to follow us, we're at Adventures on Twitter. That's A-V-E-N-G-E, nerds, all one word. If you want to follow either one of us, you can reach me at Torrentino on Twitter. Where can they reach you? They can reach me at It's Zenith underscore on Twitter. Sounds good. We have a Discord. If you'd like to join the conversation there, those will be linked in the show notes. You can check out our link tree for any additional links you may be interested in. You can also review the show in app on Apple Podcasts. If you could really leave five stars in a review, it would really help us out. Thanks again for listening to the Verges Podcast. We'll see you next week.
0: Later.